New rules governing small unmanned aircraft systems are now in place. How does that affect you as a business aviator? From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. NBAA's Flight Plan is brought to you by JetQuest. Citation-focused, client-driven. That's jet-quest.com. JetQuest. I'm Pete Combs with your trusted source for business aviation news. The new FAA rules governing small unmanned aircraft systems, that is, those weighing less than 55 pounds, are now in effect. Bob Lamond, NBAA's Director of Air Traffic Services and Infrastructure, hails these new rules as sensible, sophisticated, and necessary. We, for the first time, will actually have some pretty definitive rules for how operators of small UAS are supposed to get permission to operate uh, in Class D, C, and B airspace. That's going to be a rolling implementation, actually, on the Monday the 29th. Uh, they will be allowed to fly without ATC authorization in Class G airspace, which, as everybody knows, is uncontrolled airspace. And then starting in October and going through December, the FAA is going to roll in a system whereby you can request authorization to fly in Class C, D, and B airspace, as well as Class E surface airspace. The Class D approvals will be issued starting October 3rd. For Class C approvals, UAS operators will have to wait until October 31st. And finally, air traffic controllers will start issuing Class B airspace approvals for UAS on December 5th. Commercial operators of small UAS will have to submit those requests for operation in the various classes of controlled airspace through the FAA's UAS web resource, and you'll find that at faa.gov slash UAS. At first, those requests will be handled by FAA employees, but eventually, Lamont says the process should be largely, if not entirely, automated. The rules are no different than they have been under 333 operations, or for that matter, under hobbyist rules and regulations. And those are basically no higher than 400 feet. You have to remain within line of sight of the operator, daylight-only operations. The good news is is that under Part 107, all of those rules are actually waiverable. Uh, Prior to this, you had to get a COA with the FAA, which was a long, laborious process. Uh, The FAA has now streamlined that to come up with a, a process that we hope is much quicker and more responsive that will allow operators to show how they can operate safely outside of the line of sight, 400 feet, or daylight-only perimeters. For NBAA members who are UAS operators, as well as for operators of manned flights, Lamont says Part 107 offers flexibility and oversight. The significant part about all this for our operators flying into towered airports is that they can have a degree of confidence that there will now be a method in place whereby commercial UAS operators will actually be known to the ATC system, they'll be known to the folks in the tower, and The FAA, for the first time, has actually issued clear instructions in their controller handbook as to how controllers should issue warnings about UAS operations, legal or otherwise, within their airspace. The National Business Aviation Association has a UAS resource on the web at nbaa.org slash ops slash UAS. You can find the FAA's summary of FAR Part 107 at the administration site, faa.gov. I'll have more business aviation news for you in just a moment. But first, please, this message. What if you could let your members of Congress know about the value of business aviation with a click of the mouse? 
NBAA's Contact Congress resource lets you do just that. With messages you can customize and send to Congress so they know your thoughts on laws affecting business aviation. Don't know who your congressmen are? The tools help you find them as well. Make your voice heard at www.nbaa.org action. Welcome back to NBAA's Flight Plan. I'm Pete Combs. Want to know how your ADSB out equipment is working? Well, there's an app for that. It's the FAA's free web tool, one NBAA Vice President of Regulatory and International Affairs, Doug Carr, calls very valuable. He says without a tool like this, you have no way of knowing if the system is performing the way you expect it should. There's a link to the ADSB Performance Tool on our website, nbaa.org. Search on the term ADS-B Performance Tool. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. I'm Pete Combs. Thanks for listening to Flight Plan.